Whoops, got the wrong one there. <laughs> hey, 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 if you're listening to Technical Difficulties on a Monday night at 8 p.m., that means it's time for another episode of FM Rager. I'm your host, Connor Clifton, joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Ned Gale. Ned, how the heck are you? Feeling pretty good for Monday. Feeling good for coming back from New Orleans, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, now, 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 you're putting the cart before the horse there. You gotta let me Sorry, ask. my bad, my bad, my bad. Ned! I'm pulling back. How was your freaking weekend? It was great. I went to New Orleans. What? What'd you do? Uh, it was good. Swimmer department played a house show uh, over there at this... Blue, uh, ooh, boy. I know the record uh, label or a collective is called Blue Corp. I don't know if the house itself had a name. We've talked about party houses having their own names. That's true. That's true. Uh, so I'll say I partied at Blue Corp. Um, it was a very small, like, crust punk house. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> one car garage when we pulled up. We're like, oh, my gosh. Now, uh, for the listeners at home, what is crust punk? Crust punk is life. Crust punk. Uh, no, uh, crust punk is uh, generally. How do you define a crust punk? You just have to look and smell it. All uh, I know is what a trust punk is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what a crust punk. A play is. on. Yeah. Um, a, an anarchist, someone who's generally um, probably wearing the same clothes every day, probably not showering. That's where the crust terminology comes Ugh. from. It usually a heavy DIY punk, gutter punk, uh, something like that. Yeah. But uh, I I dig that crowd. <laughs> it, was, okay. it was a fun. Like right when we pulled up, I was like, oh, this is not what I thought we booked. Uh, but let's yeah, do it. swimwear let's department it <laughs> is very very far from crust punk. I feel like <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was a DIY show. A lot of like folk punk bands. Yeah. A lot of uh, kind of like soothing indie bands. So it was, it was a right okay. fit for us sonically, just location wise. <laughs> also, the <laughs> the, the uh, garage was super short. And our, our keyboard player, Jeremy, is 6'5". Yeah. So like, right when he walked in, his head was just like scraping across the top. I <laughs> saw the footage of that. That was very funny. It was I real guess. fun to see us all kind of jumping and just like constantly hitting our heads. <laughs> uh, but it was good. It was fun. And on the way back, Jack and I uh, took a uh, fan boat tour of the swamps because we felt like we didn't get enough Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was great. I had a really good tour guide. Yeah. What was that tour like? It was... Um, <laughs> Just kind of weird. It, the the crocodiles were all coming out, or alligators rather. Uh, we're all coming out of hibernation. <laughs> Please, <laughs> we're all coming out of hibernation, so there weren't too many of them. But uh, our host was uh, very excited to show us different gators that he had on call, <laughs> as he kept saying. <laughs> He's like, "I got them on my dollar. Come out here." <laughs> yeah, every everywhere he pulled, he would always like. It was it looked so bad outside. Like all the leaves were gone. So it was just like this real surreal gray plain of water mm-hmm. and all these leafless trees, and he just kept being. <laughs> Look at all this beauty. <laughs> You're like driving around, stop. It would look the exact same as it was five minutes ago. <laughs> Once again, look at all this beauty. I bet he has like a PhD in biochemistry or something. He's like, I left it all behind for the swamp. <laughs> for this beauty. <laughs> Sounds like you really He was pointing at the cedar trees and stuff, and he's like, he used to go for a lot of money back then, <laughs> then days. Look at that tree over there. There's a big old sack of money hanging out the ground. <laughs> he was great. I loved him. There's a guy there who clearly, it was like me and Jack and then several old people and then one dude who several times in the tour he just kept saying, you're the best, Johnny. And at the end it slipped him like a 20 and he's like, another good one, Johnny. <laughs> so I think he just writes that every week. That guy was high. He's yeah. <laughs> like, man, this is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> now, Friday night, what did you do Friday night? I feel like we hung out. We we just hung out at the house, I think. Did That's we do right. Friend, wacky? Of the sh- friend of the show, Rahul, came over and we yeah. got burgers. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah never the old mind. Shake Shack. Yeah. What about you? What did you do this weekend? Um, well, Saturday, I canvassed for the candidate I like. Right uh, went around. Greens Point, knocked on some doors, 
Not many people opened them. <laughs> the ones that did, not exactly happy to see me. <laughs> but, hey, you know, that's the political process of this yeah. wacky country we call the U.S. of A. And next week we will be canvassing for F and Rager to get more people to listen to the show. That's true. <laughs> yeah. We're back in the campaign. We suspended yeah. for a little bit, but we didn't drop out. Yeah. After Super Tuesday, we're back in it. Uh, then I got Korean barbecue. My second time getting Korean barbecue. Nice. I love it. <laughs> I think it's here to stay. Yeah. I think they, they're doing something right with the barbecue. You're just there. really into the DIY culture, man. Huh? No, I didn't touch the tongs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can you? It's so hot. I did make Joel cook it when we went <laughs> at work. <laughs> the first time I did it, uh, it was, I, I didn't talk about this last week, but I went to a, on a bachelor party to Vegas, mm-hmm. and it was a bunch of guys. Some alpha males, and so of course when we went to the Korean barbecue place, the alpha <laughs> males were fighting over who got the grill, which was great for me. Um, boys, boys, you can all cook my meat. <laughs> yeah, like I said last week, I was legally high for the first time, so mm-hmm. I got to just sit back and watch um, people make me <laughs> just food. Anything. It was <laughs> like being at Benihana. <laughs> to be honest, it was great. Um, and then Sunday, I didn't do much. Piddle farted around until you got home. And by the time you got home, I'd watch Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. And uh, then when you got home, we watched Fast and the Furious. Yep, the and fourth installment. <laughs> Wednesday, we'll be watching Fast Five. And we're, <laughs> we're just going to be going around. Yeah. But, you know, it was pretty fun. It was a pretty fun weekend. Um, I felt really good about getting out there yeah, and doing yeah. something for a cause that I really like. Yeah. And speaking about people who do things for a cause that they really, really like, really, really care about, your, your guest today has a charity comedy night coming up called Ha Ha for Hope. This is the second one. It's going to be on March 4th, 2020. But that's enough details for me. Why don't we let him give you more details? Please, everybody, give it up for our guest today, comedian Brian Gendron. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Hey guys, hey, hey Connor, thanks for having me on the show. Not a problem. Thanks for coming on. How was your day? How was your freaking weekend? My freaking weekend was interesting. Uh, I didn't party, I didn't rage. Uh, in <laughs> fact, my wife was out of town, so I had two boys. One of which is almost five, and the other is seventeen months. Yesterday, wow. So that's the kind of party I that had. Sounds like a rager, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> At times, it was we, we raged pretty hard. Uh, we went to Herman Park, you know, nice. the zoo. Uh, we actually went to two museums in one day, which which is raging. That's I mean, pretty yeah. good. What, yeah. what museums did you hit? Uh, so we went to the Natural Museum of Science uh, yeah, and yeah. found out that our uh, season passes were expired to both <sighs> places. So That's where the rage comes in. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, $300 <laughs> later. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but it was good, man. We had, we had a great time. My, my wife was gone for four days. So, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> military feel, And organizing bad. a show, too. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel bad for divorced dads who have to do this every other weekend. So. <laughs> Do they, do they still have that uh, that Lego exhibit at the Natural History, or what, what's going on there right now? You know, we didn't get to explore very far. Uh, okay. Honestly, yeah. I went in just for the parking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and so they got me. They're like, it's, you can either pay twenty bucks to park, or you can get a membership. And so, uh, in fact, we walked through. And if you have kids, you walk up this ramp, and you kind of get. You can actually just go to the museum at that point. You can mm-hmm. just con the system. So, <laughs> I, but we're, we're good, honest, we're hardworking people, so yeah. we don't do that. But they had that whole room, which used to be trains and everything. Uh, when you when you walk in, it's cleared out. It is completely Gosh, empty. I haven't been in there in years. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, if you get a chance to, and we didn't go to the, this last time, but we went did the quick quick tour through the dinosaur yeah, museum. Yeah, saw the bones. Kid, <laughs> yeah, kid loves dinosaurs. Uh, but if you get a chance, go up to the Weiss uh, Energy uh, exhibit on the top floor. It's pretty fantastic. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, right on. And what was the other? You said you did a natural history and then and the zoo and zoo. Oh, zoo. Right. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. yeah. It's fun. The favorite animal? Good. We got we got top animals in the. Uh, uh my favorite animal. Uh, let's just say the giraffe. They're giraffe. So big, man. It's so cool. <laughs> a giraffe is an animal that I could I could see it. I could imagine it. But every time I'm in front of one, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, so crazy looking. It's the one animal that can't fit my house. Like, even the elephants, we have a wide enough door where the elephant <laughs> could get in. Like, the giraffe <laughs> is impossible for yeah. it to fit in my house. They could tuck so and roll, maybe. I don't know. Possibly. <laughs> you know, I went to the zoo at night once when they were doing the uh, zoo lights. Yes. And I got, like, a special access thing one day. And so we went by the... Uh, our tour guide brought us by the animals that weren't necessarily part of the exhibit. And we got to see the giraffes at night. And uh, they were wide awake. And, oh, yeah. and they had, like, these red lamps on. They were just moving around. It was very strange. <laughs> Effing raging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were up all night. They were slamming their heads into beers. So oh, they, yeah. Have you ever seen giraffes fight before? I want to. Our, uh, do you know Gavin at Secret Group? I do. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he fights a, giraffes. And, 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 <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he's always fighting giraffes. <laughs> no, he, he did a video for a Neo Bitchy show over there, uh, and he used some footage of giraffes fighting. And it is – I highly recommend Googling it. They just, like – they whip neck to neck it looks so painful that's how ned and i have started uh dealing with our home conflicts yeah yeah, yeah we just whip our necks into each other it sucks um okay so after the zoo did you do anything else did you take them out to eat yeah i mean let's see we went out to eat of course uh we we moved we live off uh shepherd and uh, i realized like i'm an incredibly liberal parent when i was pushing my kids at 6 p.m so uh all the way down shepherd to amy's uh, ice cream okay? yeah, yeah. Whatever that is. yeah, okay. yeah. so that, that was a really bonehead dad move because <laughs> it, it, it was a 27 minute walk and it was dark on the way back and we had no reflective no oh, light up yeah. no anything Ooh. and on the way there uh i had my one kid on a scooter no helmet of course and then i had the other kid not strapped in and at one point he was at the edge like et in the basket like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if my wife saw this right now, or if she's listening to this, I am so dead. <laughs> so if you are listening right now, you can call in at 713-526-8737. Yeah, why not? Give them an earful. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just call CPS directly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but we did. We went to Amy's. Uh, where else? We eat everywhere, man. When when wife's out of town, why cook? You know. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got. Uh, we went torchies last night with the family. Mm. So that was after she was back. I'm trying to think where else we went. We uh, hot bagel shop. One of the few oh, good man. bagel shops. Hot bagel. Hot bagel. We are high. We're in. big fans. This is not a sponsored ad. Hot bagel is the best bagel in Houston. I think so. Uh, and it's it's two blocks from my house, yeah. oh. so that that's an easy one. I I truly envy you. Yeah, <laughs> we have to go out yeah. of our way to get it, and we, we do go out of our we way. We do have to go out frequently. of our way. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. And we just we just went everywhere in walking distance. So uh, I'm trying oh, to think nice. what else we ate. But yeah, it was it was a good time with the boys. Uh, the youngest though, he's 17 months, and uh, he sleeps in the bed. And I've got a whole bit about this. You ever come see my comedy? <laughs> Uh, but he he's going through something. I, I'm not sure what. So he was up all night, kept me up all night. Uh, even last night when my wife was back, still up. Uh, and then he's, he does these things where he's right in your face and doing his hot coughs. Like right <laughs> 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 so I'm on very, very limited That's sleep. That's kind of how I let Connor know I needed to change my water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like over him while he's sleeping. Yeah, he can change it himself. He just wants me to know that that's what he's yeah. doing. <laughs> if you hear any sloshing outside, yeah. I'm changing my water. <laughs> now, before we get into the meat of what this show is about, which is partying, I wanted to take a moment to actually talk about Haha ha for Hope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what is, for our listeners, what is Haha ha for Hope? I can actually pull up the uh, the graphic here. Let's get this going. Uh, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah so, so Haha ha for Hope started last year. It's actually an interesting story, and I'll keep it as tight as I can. Uh, I, I do quite a bit of nonprofit work, and one of the one of the nonprofits that I work with and I won't name their name, 
uh, came up to me and said, hey, Brian, we want you to put together a comedy show. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's do this. Can do. Yeah, no problem. And, you know, I was a fairly new comic at the time, so it's one way to kind of, you know, make your way into the scene and start booking some people. And, yeah, you know. yeah. So th- th- that was exciting to me. But uh, and plus we had the force of this nonprofit behind it. So it was going to be successful. So um, so we booked the, the, the venue. We booked it at the Secret Group. Uh, we booked a bunch of great comics. I guess some friends of the show, like Zod, we, we talked oh, yeah. about earlier, and uh, Suntran, and uh, gosh, Grady, Grady Pruitt, uh, Jesse Payton, a bunch of great comics. And we started selling tickets. We started selling sponsors. You know, we were already in the black on this event. And then uh, one day, I remember I was preparing for meetings. I have a day job. I don't just do comedy, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get a call from the executive director of this nonprofit, and she said, Brian, we're not doing haha. And I said, "What are you talking about? What? We are actively doing. Ha ha! We've already we're in the black. Hey, it's great. happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like, no, you know, I was up all night last night, and I, I googled some of the comics, and they had offensive material online, and we don't want to offend our donors." I said, "I get it. Totally. Get yeah, it. I really do. I get it. Uh, let's rebook the show. Uh, let me give me. You know, I have a couple meetings I got to get through, but you know, in the afternoon I'll rebook it. I got clean comics, and we'll we'll make this thing happen." She's like, "No, no, we're just not going to do it. We're going to shutting it all down. We're giving everybody their money back." I'm like, "What?" Um, so anyway, so I, I slept on it and I'm like, look, I, 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 the people that were kind of put it together with me, um, they, I'm like, don't shut it down just yet. Don't tell the secret group. Let me, let me think about if I want to take this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I decided I'd do it on my own. So, uh, I I reached out to, uh, another nonprofit that I know, uh, called Scott high for kids, Mm -hmm. a good friend of mine, Brittany Abair. And I was like, Hey, look, I got the show booked. I'd like to keep it intact as is. Do you mind? Would you take our, our check earned by filthy jokes and she said brian the filthier the better so <laughs> <laughs> these schlubs yeah 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 so we went forward it was october 16th this is last year uh we sold 130 tickets you know nice. on a wednesday night full room over there in the, in the yeah. main showroom and uh and had a great night uh we only raised about two thousand dollars for the cause but two thousand dollars telling That's dirty fantastic. jokes is, yeah. is pretty cool <laughs> yeah uh, so that was the first one and then i decided hey man let's try to do this again <laughs> Uh, I surveyed the audience and said, what did you guys like about the show? How can we make it better? And mm. overwhelmingly, I got, you know, give us food service at the tables, which they don't do at the secret. They don't even have food at the secret group, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, although we did have Scotty Peterson. I don't know if you all know him. Oh, yeah. Came in and cooked barbecue, oh, and it was the incredible. The best barbecue. Those yeah. ribs are undeniable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. BBQ is terrific. Mm. But uh, but they wanted, you know, table service, and they wanted, um, uh, they, they said a comedy competition would be good to add. So I started kind of using that data and, uh uh, got it booked at the Improv, Houston Improv. Nice. And so that's the show that's coming up on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we full screen this guy again so we can really look at it. Perfect. And then yeah. just you know one last piece before we get into a little more detail. What I did was said, hey, uh, I, I do a lot of nonprofit work with children related causes, and uh, so I, I allowed people to. I said, look, we're going to raise ten thousand dollars, and that's our pledge. If you're interested in in working with us, mm-hmm. uh, uh, submit. And we had four nonprofits submit. Awesome. Yeah, and then I had a committee, and we selected the one that we thought was the best fit, and it was the Hearts Company, which is uh, uh, they 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 do these projects where they go. Uh, they've done Cambodia. Uh, the, the, this particular one that we're raising money for is Bali, so Indonesia, and they build elementary schools, providing some computers for. Uh, so if, if you I don't if you all ever traveled to Bali, I haven't. Mm-mm. I would love to. Uh, so like you, if you think of Bali, blue waters, snorkeling, all the fun stuff. Well, like it's super poor in like the mm-hmm. northeastern part of the island. Like this, the one town, Tyranar, that we're raising money for, just got a road. So uh, that kind of poverty, yeah. right? And uh, and eighteen grand bills of school. So hopefully on Wednesday we can just get to that 
school. That would be pretty dope. Man, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. about halfway there. That's a big goal. Yeah, Yeah. congratulations. Now the last one you did was in October. Four or five months later, we're having another one. Yes. So what? How often are you looking to do these? Great question. Yeah. So I'm going to do another one in the fall. Okay. So so volume three is already being thought through. Wow. You know how we're going to do it. I'm. I'll tell you what. I'm done doing Wednesday nights. Like, <laughs> this is a grind. It's it, a tricky it, night. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, it's it, it, it's good for the venues, obviously, because yeah. it's a slower oh, yeah. night for them. So, but now I think it flips, right? If we have two successful events now, you know, we're in the driver's seat. Yeah, you got seat. the pole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we're definitely going to do it on a weekend, and I think that'll really allow us to have the the, the size event that we're dreaming up. So, uh, I'm, I'm I'm hoping I can throw a number like 25k in the next one. Don't quote me on that just yet. But <laughs> I think we can do it. Hit the dump button. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Dump <laughs> Uh, 15k. <laughs> All right, keep that one. But uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll do that probably around the October time frame. That was a great time of year. <clears throat> and then that'll be volume three here locally in Houston. And then I'd love to get a format that we that we that we like as far as in show fundraising. Mm-hmm. So the way we're doing it is we have uh, uh, a comedy competition. Six guys. I made a cool wrestling belt. I should have brought it. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. And uh, and then whoever wins that, um, and, and the way that the audience votes with their donation dollars. So oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So that's the way. That's one way we think in show fundraising can be really creative and neat. Yeah. Uh, in addition to if you if you donate a certain level at fifty dollars, we'll do. I have to read whatever you send, and, and you know, a, tw- a Twitter amount of, of <laughs> oh man, you know, forty characters or less. Yeah. Uh, if you do twenty five, we just shout out your name, that kind of stuff. So yeah. some audience engagement and interaction, and then we'll consider to th- or continue to think about how we can do in show fundraising, add additional value to our sponsors to, to help us get to that next level. I love that. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So so the idea would be we would take it and sell it to uh, or, or sell it, but um, apply for comedy festivals. So yeah, we'll oh. take it outside of Houston. Great. That's great. That's a good plan. <laughs> now, you said that you've worked in nonprofits before. How has your experience working in the nonprofit sector helped you with getting this going? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I've actually, <laughs> in, a, in a, a past uh, position, uh, board position that I had, I, I co-chaired a gala, which I'll never do again. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that, you know, 200-person party and, uh, you know, big fundraiser event, down, yeah. down, hotel downtown, had some really cool speakers from the Astros and stuff. And uh, it was great, but, uh, you know, this is this is at least a little bit more, um, you know, I, I really enjoy comedy and, you know, more more nights a week than not. I'm, I'm doing open mics or showcases and that kind of stuff. So, uh, but taking that experience with, you know, how do you sell sponsorships? How do you go for the ask? Uh, how yeah. do you provide value? All that stuff kind of comes from from that from that world and that experience. Now, how are you looking to grow Haha ha for Hope out? Yeah, I mean, the the big thing is uh, first critical is selecting the right charity partners. Um, right. I can't speak highly enough of, of the Hearts Company and how critical they've been to and how on board they've been. And I think the the secret is uh, finding a nonprofit that that's fairly new that hasn't established their own programming, right? So they don't have their own events that they have each year. Mm. You know, they're still you know a couple years in and they're still trying to figure that out. They can really use a boost in, in fundraising. Mm. And so, in, in a lot of ways, it's uh, it, it helps them early on establish maybe their own ideas about how they can fundraise and, and, and do events, whether it's comedy or not, right? So, yeah. uh-huh. uh, but I, and, and I'm involved, you know, like. The, co-chaired that gala back then I, and I've, I've done several other events I actually just had a chili cook-off uh, with another uh, Casa Esperanza we did over 50 grand uh, as a young professional organization at a ch- uh, the West End over in uh, uh, the Galleria area 
that was last Saturday. We won best uh, best booth Netflix and Chili. It was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really showcased my uh, Photoshop be skills. Be good. Be good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Orange. Or, my favorite post. I had these uh, posters. They were probably what twenty four by sixteen posters. Yeah. Uh, Orange is the new black pepper. Uh, <laughs> nachos instead of narcos. Like, that that yeah. type of stuff. So. Oh my God! Just yeah. uh, you're all set for a food truck. All you yeah. need is puns. <laughs> yeah. That or a podcast, and yeah. then you're set. That's right. Now I love the three pronged approach that you have going on here. You're helping the charity. You're helping the beneficiaries of the charity. Then you're helping the comics that you're putting on here sure. by giving them the stage time. That's right. What I book shows. Mm -hmm. I know the many many things you have to think about at once whenever you're like producing a show. What goes into your process of selecting the talent? Sure. Yeah. Good question. I think it's I think it's evolving because you know once you have something successful like this and then they see how well it's marketed and how well I put the comics out front. I spent mm -hmm. a lot of mm -hmm. effort in, in giving them a lot of exposure. Yeah, I love I love that they're all up front like on that flyer. I mean, just pulling that up, I love to see Trey's face like right when you open it. It's great. Yeah, I mean, and that's just one one. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you followed like my story or if you followed uh, you know on Instagram, I mean. For the last month, I mean, it's just been using different shots of these guys on stage. Last time I did video, which I should have done this time, it's just there's only so many hours in the day. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they get a lot of great exposure. And um, so I think what I'm going to do is have it be a su submission next time, just because I have a lot of comics interested in it. Yeah, yeah. And then I have a committee, so then it's not just Brian making it. I can, you know, it'll be by committee. Uh, but in the past, uh, it's just comics that I think are really funny. Uh, I knew... Uh, Grady Pruitt was somebody that I knew when he was he was a, you know in high school right and so <laughs> uh, I booked him a few times I've only really done a few shows in addition to Haha -Ha that I've produced and, and Grady's been on both of them this is the first time I've left him off but I brought his good friend Trey <laughs> so, so uh, and just Trey I mean God man Trey I having watched Grady for years and I've only been in comedy for just under a year now but I've been you know going to Rudyard's in fact I'll be heading there after this oh, nice yeah. uh, but he's one of the people that caught my attention early on years ago when I was watching Grady come up and getting started. Tim Williams, uh, gosh, I mean, he he's 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 just such a friendly guy, funny yeah. on and off stage, uh, and he's been in the game for a long time. People don't realize he's been in comedy for as long as he has because he's been in Australia for past past couple of years. Dang, uh, but he's incredibly funny. And then Corliss DeLauren, who's uh, uh, a special guest, is uh, just one of the more supportive people in comedy. Her laugh, like whenever when nobody <laughs> when nobody else is laughing, you can often hear Corliss in the back. <laughs> I'm a big fan of a, a, a laugh you could recognize. I think yeah. Britt Vasicek is one that yeah, I always think of. You can hear it yeah. like a I, mile away. Oh ha had a good one. Oh ha good laugh. Oh, ha had a good one, yeah. yeah. I do think volume three, just one last thought on booking, uh I'm gonna book uh, a, a national comic. I think we've gone to that Ooh. level for yeah. sure. Um, and so trying to find somebody that I love that has a, has some credits that I yeah. think people would know I think would, would help us with draw. Connor's got a pretty decent amount of credits. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. He booked, man. Well, as, long as, <laughs> as long as the committee approves. Now, I want to backtrack a little bit to something that you said here that kind of ties into what this show is about. You mentioned putting on a gala. Now, we talk a lot about defining what is a party. Is it what one person, multiple people? Yeah. Now, what makes a gala, and what separates that from a party? Uh, you know, it's just a party stress with level. a— Yeah, stress level. Just a lot of rich people in one place is really—the more rich, the, the, the more disposable income, the better, because you're trying to raise money for your cause. Okay, right, so right. a gala has a charity element to it. Oh, big yeah. I, I, I believe that it, by definition, but I might be wrong. I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I'll look we, it up right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we have no idea. Yeah. 
but yeah, I mean, basically, the the more uh, bouge, bouge, bourgeois, bougie, bougie, I guess you can make it. The, <laughs> whatever word I'm trying to say. Uh, bougie. The, the 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 more opportunity you have to raise more money for your cause. Um, so you know, we talk about black tie affair. A lot of times, that's sort of a, a gala. Oh. Okay, we're getting it defined as a social occasion with special entertainments or performances. So nothing charity-wise, yeah. <laughs> it just has to have oh, a special performance. Do whenever we've thrown house shows. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's so a yeah. gala. That's a crust gala. gala. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Your fanciest ball gown. See that that that's that. I'm looking at that now. It's so it's yeah, it's more it's more uppity. <laughs> oh wow. <well. laughs> yeah, a gala can also just be a big celebration. That's right. But yeah, generally there's a sit-down dinner element to it, and then some level of entertainment, or uh, and, and a lot of times they'll have an au- auction. Uh, live auction is. Is, is and and or a silent auction, uh, just different types of ways to raise money in the actual event. So, okay. so taking elements of that and adding and just taking a comedy spin on it is really what I'm doing, right? Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. I, th- I think it's the best way to do comedy shows is adapting all the things you already know into it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Now I want to strip the charity away from the conversation for just a little bit. Sure. Same question, no charity. How do you party? <laughs> so so uh, this is a great question. I, I, I my partying has evolved, uh, and so I've I actually haven't. Uh, I used to be a huge partier. Like if, if you're looking at me and y'all can see me here on the on the thing, I'm just definitely a frat guy, and I was, <laughs> and, I was and and I, I actively play lacrosse, and like yeah, all the stereotypes <laughs> are true, right? And so with that comes a lot of partying for sure over the years. In fact, there was at one point where um, the the drinking side of partying, where I did a six beer funnel and just held it down. Just, <laughs> and, and if you if you're curious how that goes, uh, the amount of pressure that comes through. Yeah. Yeah. What part of your body's tight eyes. there? Yeah. Your eyes. Were, <laughs> eyes. You know, you, I felt, I thought my eyes were gonna pop out of my head. Oh my uh, god. Yeah. And I took it. This is in college, and I. Just, Wait, I think I have a sound for this. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Have you ever done a beer funnel? Never six. <laughs> I've done. I've done. I've done a one tall boy, and that was enough for me. I can't. Even that, right? That's I don't have the, I guess, the eye pressure. I don't have the throat pressure. I don't know what I don't have, but yeah. I don't have it. Uh, and then later that night, I did three more. So, uh, <laughs> it, uh, yeah. Three more thick beer funnels? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, not 18. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Three oh more beers. But okay, he's gotcha. a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, so so that was the, the level of partying that I was doing in college. And then, that you know, that, that those habits kind of, you know, transition into, you know, after work and weekends. Sure, and they move <laughs> on to nine beers, 12 beers. Yeah, 12. <laughs> and, then, and then, guys, I mean, last nine weekend, 24 beers. beers in a funnel. <laughs> yeah. so. That's what I need to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just get my day started. Yeah. But, but no, in, in, in all reality, I actually haven't had a drink in uh, 14 months. So my partying is right way different. But I'm not weird. You know, I don't actually, in fact, I hate when it gets weird. So my, <laughs> my idea of a party is there's got to be something else to do at your party. Mm-hmm. Like uh, mm-hmm. I was at one the other day, and they had ping pong, and I was just like, that is going to be my spot <laughs> yeah. for the entire duration of this party, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to challenge everybody that wants to play. Do you play ping pong at uh, the secret group? A little bit, yeah, yeah. How, what's your what's your ranking over there? I know uh, there's some. Uh, you know, some I've, heavy I've only hitters. played a few times. Uh, Victor beat me, but he was like, "Hey, you're one of the better ones." So that that was <laughs> nice. good to know. Uh, <laughs> he said that after we interviewed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Koo, uh, Genty played him. I played I played a few folks over there. Yeah. I need I need to play more. I hear I hear Brand out and uh, Zyder are the people to beat. Those yeah, are the, those are the top guns. They're the final bosses. Yeah, have you, have you played ping pong <laughs> over there yet? No, I. It gets really competitive. Yeah, no. I've worked in tech before. <laughs> I know yeah. how ping pong goes. And Will destroyed me. It was embarrassing. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, he's really good. Wow. Yeah. No, nope, don't really mess with the ping pong too much. 
So oh, go ahead. Oh no, and then you know we had a uh, Super Bowl party at our house uh, for the Super Bowl not too long ago, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, it was just about gamble, you know, getting the gambling together, making yeah. sure. I did all. I do a prop bet thing every year, so thirty questions. You, you know, uh, who's going to win the coin, coin toss, heads or tails, and then usually there's some stuff, some about the halftime show and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So just keeping you know an eye on all that, making keeping everybody updated, collect the money, doing all that. So there's it, you know, and every party, in my opinion, should have some other elements than just getting drunk right you know? yeah yeah and so I it's, like that. it's good to be able to be uh be at least somebody that's 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 thinking about that <laughs> uh, and uh and, and if the, and if it's not and if it is all about drinking i'm gonna get pretty annoyed and bored really quick so. <laughs> yeah mm. mm-hmm. that's a very good point mm-hmm. we tend to have a uh, fire as part of ours and yeah, not like have a bonfire yeah not yeah, like yes. we're burning stuff like we have a fire <laughs> pit well, I'm glad you brought that up because one of your questions you had me prepare for was your first party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, and it's actually, it kind of goes back to comedy, you know, the beginning of comedy for me. So uh, I'm from New Hampshire originally. Uh, that's where the lacrosse kind of connection comes from. Ah, People yes. are in Texas are like, what are you talking ah, New about? England sports. Yes, yeah. So, uh, but parties back then was if we couldn't find, this is high school, you couldn't find a, a house party. That is where somebody's parents had left for the weekend. Mm-hmm. You would then have a bonfire somewhere in the woods, right? And, <laughs> and so the, the first party I was brought to was um, actually literally snuck out of my window and two older girls yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> came and picked me up and they would take me to these parties and we'd literally drink Zima. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and so that I remember the first party being, you know, one of those bonfires and uh, and uh, later, you know, later after many bonfires, what I would do is start bringing my guitar and I play guitar. I feel like you're a musician, too. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would just I would make up these songs around the campfire <laughs> that were entertaining. And that was literally probably my first really comedy entertainment. Did yeah. you guys ever get caught like coming home just smelling like fire? <laughs> I feel yeah. Like it's such right? a giveaway. It like, is. Yeah. We, um, we had a um, for a while. I grew up in Clear Lake. Mm-hmm. It was a kind of bayou area. And there was a they would do parties that were kind of bonfire-ish, but they had, they had two canoes because you couldn't get to it by land. <laughs> you had to get one guy to cover. He's like, welcome to the party. And you get in a canoe and he'd take you over uh, to this party spot. And they did this for weeks and weeks and weeks. And eventually cops came from the other side of the woods and like totally raided it because they're like, yeah, smoke comes up from here like every Saturday. We know exactly <laughs> where you guys are. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Did you guys ever get busted in oh, these yeah. camping parties? Okay, yeah, no question. <laughs> there was one that we would hike to that just no cops would ever. Just you know, there's only one cop in the town, so it was like two towns <laughs> over, and he was so out of shape. There's no way <laughs> you so just have to get the higher ground. Yeah, it's <laughs> higher ground, right? And so, and by the time you know we got back, he very well could have been down there but all the evidence had already been consumed <laughs> so what was he gonna do at that point sitting there yeah. with a telescope he's like oh darn kids i know they're up there <laughs> it was quite a hike i never was responsible for carrying the keg up but the guy who always did always got really big props right for doing that work who's the guy who pushes the boulder up the the sisyphus <laughs> yeah, yeah sisyphus yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do, do you remember any of those songs you used to sing back then or they do. Uh, hits? oh I wow do. yeah yeah in fact I've, are they I've, radio appropriate before we go further uh, nah who cares yeah, <laughs> yeah you know what we're no, trying yeah, to get canceled yeah, <laughs> certainly um you know i I, there, I remember i used to make fun of this poor girl, girl named leslie uh <laughs> for, and, and i don't think she really hooked up with anybody but the song the whole nature of the song is she hooked up with everybody and everybody, everybody really liked that so that was one uh one that's a, <laughs> one that's a little <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, closer to home, or that you might be a little bit more relatable. 
There's a song by uh, TLC called No Scrubs. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Familiar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I had one that was called No Drugs. And it was pr- quite creative. Like, I was able to kind of hit every single drug that you might even consider and just have a good little rhyme to the rhythm. With uh, Jankum in there? Can you give us a Jankum verse? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just trying to think, yo, I don't want. No I could pull up a karaoke version of it. Yeah, don't do that. I, <laughs> I, 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 I shouldn't be singing anyway. Honestly. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, we don't want no drugs. Uh, we don't want your mushroom tea or PCP and just kind of like those, yeah, they, yeah. Those, that kind of uh, line of thought. So it was good. It, it, that, that I actually did on open mics. That was before comedy open mics. I was doing musical open mics and just destroying it with these bad. You oh, know, that kind of rules. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it was great. It really it was, it, it was good. It, it sounds like uh, the cops didn't really need anyone there. They had you making sure all the kids stayed <laughs> off the drugs. <laughs> You're their guy yeah, on the inside. Sounds like they got it taken care of. <laughs> ah, they always love the hall monitors <laughs> <laughs> all right so that was how you partied in high school you mentioned that you were a frat guy tell us what was your college partying experience like yeah i mean it, it was usually just uh lots of beer pong actually there was a game that was pretty unique that we played at our house and i haven't really run into it much down in oh Texas, yeah we, but... we were talking about drinking games uh, when beth was on oh, she had yeah. some crazy beth yeah, yeah yeah she yeah, yeah. had cool. one called hammer yeah, something about hitting a hammer, uh, hitting nails with a hammer. Yeah, I can't remember. I've never called. played it. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what's, what's this game? This one is beer die. Have you heard of beer die? And there's a lot of variations of it, but it's played with dice. Like, ah, uh, yeah. oof. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does the die mean? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't drink a beer, you die. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my God, Dare was right. <laughs> if I don't drink, I'm gonna get killed. <laughs> That's okay, so yeah, yeah, so you have dice. Is so, so do they or die rather several? Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming each number. No, no actually, means, no, okay. that, oh, no. No, that's a good assumption, but it, it actually had nothing to do. It could have been a blank <laughs> surface die. I, you know, it could have even been the, honestly, it could have been the, uh, what's it, Scrabble or the one that has the, yeah. or not Scrabble, whatever the game is, uh, categories. It, it didn't matter. Uh, it was just, the, it was the object, and you would have to throw it to a certain height, and it was just kind of agreed upon in most games. Our, yeah. We actually had a bar. But I played it where people just like, yeah, that didn't count. <laughs> they were just, there's no what a great there. drinking game! Yeah. Like, let's just leave it up to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you played a seven, and in the there's a, there's an opportunity for you to knock over a cup, and and, em- and if the cup is empty, you take sips throughout the game. But if the yeah. cup is empty and you knock it over, uh, subsequently you end up drinking a full beer and then okay. refilling it. So it was a uh, there's times where you might drink like. In a, in a really competitive game, five beers in a in okay. A wait, so I'm, I'm still trying to figure sitting. out. So, so you're throwing this dice up. Mm-hmm. It Team lands. Two. Team la- two. It, okay. It Ping pong table. Down. Ping pong table. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to hit something, or are you just trying to? Yeah. So the object is you get it over the the, the certain agreed upon. Uh, you know, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to have it land on the ping pong table. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and break something in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on a second. And then. Yeah, just put it up there. <laughs> so the object is to have it land on the ping pong table, bounce off, and hit the floor. And oh, that's a, and that's okay. a point. So what's kind of neat about it is your, your two teammates are sitting down, and you're playing defense. Yeah. Okay, and, and so you played a seven, and you have to catch it before it hits the floor. Oh, so pe- oh man. <laughs> okay, I love this. You got, it's a fun game. And then you've got two cups, right? And so you start with a full cup of beer. If they sink it into the cup, then you have to drink the entire beer. Right, right. Uh, if you hit the cup, then they have to take a sip. If they score a point, you have to take a sip. So that, that's kind of the whole rules of yeah, it. And that's then if it's a an general empty, standard if, drinking game rules. Yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. And you get four, four sips to finish your beer, so it's pretty in frat guy intense <laughs> drinking. And then if it's once it's empty, it stays empty. 
until you I think until you score a point or until they knock it over. Knock it over is pound beer. Yeah. And then start over. So oh my God. were you guys like running into each other's heads trying to keep it from hitting the ground? Like I can imagine just <laughs> full body tackling. <laughs> it, 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 you <laughs> know, it's that that one is more, you know, kind of sit down gentleman's game. Oh yeah. Uh, you're sitting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but however, the and actually if you get up you uh, I think you're penalized for that. But I uh, love this. <laughs> full con so yeah. we're eating dinner tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write down the rules for y'all because you need to play if y'all still i don't drink anymore so it's no fun for me but y'all do uh but the other one is um uh full contact beer pong which sounds more along the lines of what you're uh, talking about right <laughs> yeah, so if you, if you get the ball then you you get to shoot again right so, yeah that's fun with the it. girls right so a lot of, so a lot of that type of stuff with with women around and then not quite gala status but like we would have themed parties right and like oh this, man we were talking about theme parties yeah just last week okay so yeah, yeah what, what was uh what was one of your top themes or did pro, you guys have a uh yeah like recurring so one? uh no we have tons and i actually got to be social chair so i got to plan these things which is, <laughs> uh you're, so, a, you're an organized guy from the start man <laughs> yeah i didn't even think about that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's plan right. a lot of parties yeah, uh, and these frat parties were for charity right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're supposed i think to that be. was her name <laughs> <laughs> Where's the drop? <laughs> I need a drop for that. <laughs> well done. Uh, yeah, so uh, raising money for charity. Um, no, uh, we would, uh, golf pros and tennis hoes was a popular one. <laughs> um, uh, Halloween was obviously a big one. Um, you know, just whatever we could think of that would get the, anything but clothes, ABC. Yeah, uh, yeah, we've both had I've done an ABC. I threw an ABC party. I, I threw it, and I was so excited. And when people started showing up, it was like, oh, it's a sexy party. Because I wore a potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really itchy. I was like, this is, I, you know, I emptied the potatoes out. I cut a hole in it and I put it on. And everyone's showing up and like, I'm wearing cellophane, and it's like, oh, just like man. covered in ticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, hey, what's up? <laughs> I, I did the cellophane thing when I did mine, and I didn't realize like just how hot they got. And I was just like sweating. I had like two beers, and I was like plastered. <laughs> I had to like cut a hole to go to the bathroom. It was just no planning. <laughs> uh, Forty hands, right? Edward Forty, 40 hands. hands. Y'all done that one? Have you played that one? I played that. Yeah, we did that a lot at UTSA. Yeah. We always talked about Edward Forty knees would be a funny way because mm. like then you can use your hands, and then when you're done. Drinking Drinking your forty, and you have to drink your forties like this. Like you have to curl up in a ball. But once you're done, you have to power slide to a Who song Aww. and break your bottles. Aww. No one actually did it. <laughs> it's great in theory. <laughs> we loved eighties. Uh, we were like a big eighties music house, so yeah. we loved uh, the eighties themes. Was a big one. Oh yeah, those yeah. are always fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, we got to, and then uh, while I was in college, so I'm going to date myself a little bit, but I was in the New England area. I went to University of New Hampshire, and we won three Super Bowls with the New England Patriots and oh, man. World Series with the Red Sox. And so uh, couches were on fire, and like, <laughs> we, we had big, pretty renowned riots, and like half the campus got arrested. I wasn't one of them, so that's the good news. But uh, not that I wasn't participating. <laughs> I just read about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so but be, and being social chair, being able to plan Super Bowl parties at that at that time. I guess something like you guys pointed out. I still do that at my house today. Yeah, yeah. Th- these are the things I learned in college, are, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's truly it's not what you learn in the classrooms. It's what you learn at the college that t- you take with you. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I personally hate college That's why I'm and all those good. atheist professors. So <laughs> uh, I wanted to know. You talked about the 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 riots happening. Can I ask what was it like being at Ground Zero for that moment? Like. W- the moment that someone's like, hey, I'm going to light this on fire or let's flip this car. Like, 
What was the tipping point? You know, I, you know. Unfortunately, uh, and and I will claim this that I, I, I not too long ago at White White Linen Night up in the Heights, I was yeah. at Ground Zero of a uh, a cat fight, like a girl fight. I didn't know that how they started. It's pretty <laughs> remarkable. Um, this is sorry to go on a tangent, but just my mind was blown. Uh, they start by popping out their hoop earrings. It's just pop, 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 <laughs> and I didn't know. And they hand them to their friend, and then they fight. Uh, so anyway, that that's what that's like. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <it's> quick, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quick little tidbit. But as far as a riot starting. Um, somebody just kind of, I think somebody starts rocking a chair, uh, a car, and then somebody gets in a tree, and then somebody <laughs> takes a sign, and then somebody starts a fire, and then tear gas, bullet. It, it escalates oh my, yeah. so... It's a Rube Goldberg machine. You it, don't it, know it, where it, it starts. Sounds it, very it, organic. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. In our house, our fraternity house is right in the middle of campus, so right at the epicenter of it. I wish I could have pinpointed the exact starting point, but I mean, <laughs> it's... Uh, like, if you watch, like, 92, like, the L.A. riots, and you can see that it's starting right at that courthouse and like that's where it begins it wasn't quite i mean it was just all over campus and probably all over new england you know i I imagine yeah Yeah. so that's a celebratory riot Mm -hmm. now do you think that houston could have like a more celebratory riot you know, I've been here 11, 12 years, and I just don't know that people care enough. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the city's really, it's so big that, yeah. like, there's no You're unifying, right. like, celebration. And I think that's why, like, I think people care. They just don't care in a group setting ever. Yeah, yeah. we didn't even loot except for when Harvey. Yeah, except for when people, people don't loot here. Yeah. <laughs> I was disappointed we didn't have enough looting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think people are just like, I want to <laughs> stay. down by my town. <laughs> they just want to, like, stay home and hope that you do, too. <laughs> just stay out of my backyard. That kind of <laughs> mindset. I, know, I, I don't know. Were you all here in the 95, 94, 95? And, they, they, like, mm-hmm. Richmond Ave was the kind of, seemed like the epicenter of the. Uh, well, I was living in Clear Lake at the time, so uh, not yeah. like in Houston. But. but, you know, I remember watching the Rockets you know deal and that was before Joel Osteen uh took over that but that yeah. was that was where it all kind of took place right yeah from what I understand um up and down Richmond but we don't really have I mean, we, you know I'll, I say all that we went to the me and my son uh, I'm a Red Sox fan but he's a Astros fan because we did the you know, we went to we go to games every year and went to the big parade downtown yeah, that, yeah. That was cool. do you remind your son that his heroes are cheaters <laughs> do you get in his face and tell him do you like slam the trash can in the kitchen and be like sound like yeah. anything uh, I will say that I had Bregman came to one of my comedy shows that I was hosting at the rec room the other day, and I was like, "Oh, uh, I, I, I just had, you know, you guys excited for your headliner and clapping." I'm like, "Oh, I heard some trash cans banging together. Oh, Bregman is over there. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was kind of a fun little job." How did he take it? Did he take oh, it? He's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. he's like, hey, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you blame us? <laughs> and they pulled the Red Sox into all that 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 whole deal. So Cora oh yeah, fire. we went down swinging. <laughs> hey. That's how baseball works. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I'm a Patriots fan, and we've been on the other side of this for a long time, so it's just good to be around y'all. And, and how do, you, how do, you, how do you feel about that? Do, you, do you like that your team cheats? Uh, do, do I like it? I mean, I like that they win, man. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's uh and really you know I go I'm I'm actually not a big as big a sports fan as I once was I'm okay. really more of a comedy nerd now than anything but uh, I uh, I still go to a Patriots game every year with my buddies which ah. used, which used to be an opportunity to really rage like we were in college yeah. again and, and this past year interestingly enough they all I'm like hey guys I don't really drink anymore and they're all cool with it oh, like yeah. when you're when you're thir- in your thir- late thirties they're like I get it like I don't want to <laughs> yeah. like, hang I don't you don't have any hangovers anymore like how do I stop I'm like what do you <laughs> yeah. that's like Jack. Uh, three steve quit drinking so they all did yeah. yeah yeah maybe they maybe next time we'll do it but anyway we all get together and by the time the game on sunday you know we've been there all weekend it's like yeah the game but it's really about us kind of getting together yeah, and bringing yeah. people together so 
Uh, we've only got me. I don't. We'll see if Brady comes back, but there's only a, there's only a little bit of time left on this thing, <laughs> and uh, and it's been a great ride. I'm glad we cheat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard people before say like, I love that we cheat. I love that we're the villains. Like no one can take that from us. Like cry all you want, and I feel like here for the Astros, like I still haven't stopped wearing my Astros hat. Uh, I did wear it in Vegas, and I got some stares. Oh yeah. Nobody said anything. But people were looking at me. Or it could have been the fact that I was legally stoned. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I definitely was like, oh, man, everybody's looking at me because I'm wearing this Astros hat. They probably weren't. I, I'm used to that. <laughs> I, wear, I wear my Patriots hat. And the people that are, they'll say something to you. I mean, I, you get used to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, oh, Patriots, man, you know. And I really don't like, I don't like being, do you, do you enjoy the, the villain side of it? I don't enjoy it. I don't, I don't like being a villain. Uh, our friend of the show, Cody, we do a sports show together sometimes. And we've talked extensively about this we didn't need to do it we didn't need to cheat right <laughs> so that's the embarrassing part about yeah, it it's true um i've noticed that no one's really talking about it online um and the first time that anyone said anything about it was this bachelor party one of the members i put the hat on he went oh cheaters <laughs> and i'm like huh no <laughs> oh no so i did bring my rockets hat as a backup just in case <laughs> And I wore that one day, and I was like, all right, I'm going back to the Astros hat. I know I care more about that team anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I don't I don't like it, but I also don't think that my friends and family are really acknowledging it and talking about it. I think we're just like... I think everyone kind of got silent about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's move on. <laughs> it's going to be a weird season. You know, they're down in spring training now, and it's yeah. just, you know, having... Is it, was it Dusty Baker? Who they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. it's just going to be weird without A.J. Hinch there and stuff, and... God man, that game was it. Game five here that that was just such a magical the the one where they went back and forth the Dodgers and oh uh, man yeah that was I mean uh, that I watched the highlights from that and I'm not even an Astros fan and just yeah. every now and again I'll remember like oh remember that game and watch the ten minute clip of that and just uh, be like these guys are cheaters <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't done it I, I haven't done it from that lens yet I need to. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, have you caught any, uh, Connor's a, an XFL Roughnecks fan, have you caught any of these XFL games yet? You, you know, uh, I haven't. I've got friends that go down there and dress up as Roughnecks. And <laughs> yeah. like, what they, is that? They got invited <laughs> on. <laughs> it's it's like the a, guy who works on an oil rig. Yeah, so you yeah. just put on like a like what you, you put on, like on a, a, a hard hat. Yeah. And a hard hat is their And deal. a safety yeah. vest. God, I that's hate. That's got to be so hot at a game. To put um, I hate uh, the XFL. I hate every logo in the league. <laughs> I, just, I, I just look at that league and just hate it. Really? Uh, and the Houston actually is the best of them all. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I heard they're on top. Right, I really want to go to a game just to see it. We're undefeated, four and zero. We just kicked Dallas' ass. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, I, I, I do think that Houston has the best logo in that league. I like it better than the Texans logo. Mm -hmm. I think the Texans logo is very uninspiring. I just don't like the name Texans. It's such a dumb Houston team Texans. Name. Like I agree. Give us an animal. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we could have been the rattlesnakes, the rattlers, gators, Houston rattlers. <laughs> oh, I got not gators. <laughs> was it up for debate at the time? I wasn't here. I, I don't know. know. I, don't <laughs> I, I I was very very young yeah. when it happened. Oilers was, was that? Oilers was our fake thing. Then they moved to Tennessee, became the Titans. And we hate um, Bud Adams, right? Everybody hates Bud Adams. Mm -hmm. it, that, man, my stepdad does. Again, I, was too, I, have, <laughs> I had no dog in that race. In mm -hmm. fact, I'm only getting into football because of the XFL because I feel like I'm at the ground floor of something 
beautiful <laughs> like know, a car wreck yeah, yeah, I was saying, and then one month later you'll be at the ground floor of a riot so I guess a couple questions then for you are, are stars emerging are we starting to, is there like a is there a Deshaun Watson of the not yet I, there's a lot of clips of people fumbling the ball getting hit in the face <laughs> with the ball um, a lot of one guy, at the yeah. very very first keep in mind the Roughnecks game I believe with the first one in the league and uh, one guy puked on the field. <laughs> yes, he pu- yeah, yeah. He threw up on the field right before the snap. And when they interviewed him, he's like, "Oh man, everybody asked me about that. I just chugged a Gatorade. I was excited." <laughs> the best part about this clip is no one reacts. Like all the other players around him are just like, still stoked, like just ready to go. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's just par for the course at that point. It's really silly. I went to the first home game. And everyone around us was leaning into it. And they were like, he's been like this all season. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was like, we always do this. Like, Classic it's, Knicks. It's yeah. very funny. Yeah, rough them up, Knicks. <laughs> nice. So that, so everybody's kind of in the humor of the fact that it's brand new. Yeah, we're getting, like we can, okay, you're not getting sold cool. a team. Like you're getting sold an entire league, like yeah. a variation of a sport. I watched it. You know, uh, so the next question, watching it live, I, you know, there's stuff on. So watching it on TV, there's a lot of value because they they mic everybody up, right? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. But you don't do you get that experience? I don't think you get that in the not stadium. when you're in the stadium. No. So that's kind of bogus. Like that that's like one of the values. And then there's some slight rule changes, but in stadium versus NFL, what other recognizable things are there? There's no um, there's, no, there's uh, a lot more empty seats at the <laughs> NFL game. Yeah. Uh, the food is terrible because it's at U of H, and the staff is all college students that are idiots and they take forever. You know what they should do is like a silent disco situation to where if you do want to hear everyone mic'd up, you put on a headphone, like yeah. turn it, I and you can go like player to player. That's solid. <laughs> that, I mean, that, that, that should be the evolution of that it. Should, yeah, I think, no, no, for real, I think you're onto something, man. Uh, you're hearing this, Vince? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which he is. He's our only listener. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ned's ideas is when he's just like, ah, in the meme. Um, so one thing that I did notice that I have never seen at an NFL game is there was a moment where the game stops and all we hear are boos and just like really loud boos and everyone's starting to look around, can't figure it out, and the booing's getting louder and louder and louder. <laughs> and then we see a security guard has grabbed a beach ball being passed around the audience, and she's deflating it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, boo! Like, it, ah, yes, we are at a college campus. And here's the best. I mean, that that can now, because it's ground level, that can just happen every game. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> I hope it has. It should, the beach ball's right? got to get bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, we're hoping to go when Dallas comes back around in April. So if that, if that happens, I will bring a beach ball. It's, I'll be in one of those uh, zoo. What, what are those? The, the oh, like a uh, 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 bouncy house. Like Wayne Cone has. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, flaming lift the big uh, inflatable yeah. balls. Yeah. Is it a yeah. Zusk? Is that that's a dating app? Zusk. <laughs> yeah, that's Z- dating. Zoo. Something like that. Zorb. Is that Zorb. it? I would. I would take Zorb over Zusk. <laughs> <laughs> These are all uh, Greek gods. <laughs> now, one last thing I'll say about the XFL. While I, watching yeah. it on TV is very cool because you get to. Uh, Whenever a play is uh, called into question or if the refs are um, deliberating, they will cut to someone in this like main control room who's communicating either with the coaches or the refs. Is like, what the hell was that? <laughs> oh, you're gonna have to run that play again. That was not what. Was, but yeah, so they play that. Over they the... play that. They okay. show they show the feed of a guy looking at the f- footage and be like, oh, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's holding. <laughs> 
There's like cartoon sounds in there. Yeah, they should. <laughs> Man, we got to get in on the ground floor, dude. I'm going to look up what's going on we with should the try. Roughnecks. I was telling Matt uh, for swimwear department, I was like, we could probably play halftime. If we ask hard enough, nah, we could probably just- No halftime show. No halftime show? Ten, right, we'll halftime in 10 minutes. Well, wait. Actually, you could have, if you had a 10-minute set, I bet you could. Because oh, there's no cheerleaders like and no mascot, <laughs> no mascot, but they, I, I guarantee you they need something. They have no cheerleaders? No cheerleaders. Man, I thought when, so I'm old enough to remember the original XFL, and it was like, it's supposed to be more violent, and I think it was supposed <laughs> to be more titties, and that was like the, the ingredients of, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, and weird names, like they had like weird names, right? Yeah, like, 2001 was just a different time. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2016, come on. <laughs> or wait, no, it's 2019, 2020. Uh, boy, it's you 2020. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, unfortunately, we have to wrap this show up. This really flew by. Um, yeah, I wanted to ask a few questions about Ha Ha for Hope, but before I can do that, I got to bring it into my last segment here. Just getting the computer all ready to go here. Yes. Moving at lightning speeds, electric speeds. Oh, there it is. There we go. I want a new plug. Tell us what's going on. Tell us all the stuff you're doing after we sing this song. All right, Brian, what do you have to plug today? <laughs> yeah, it's obviously uh, for hope. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that's on Wednesday at the Improv. It start, so it starts at 6. It's like a business networking type deal. Um, and uh, so if, if you want to come in and just kind of mix and mingle, get some drinks at the bar, if you're familiar with the improv, there's a front area. So you don't even need tickets to the, come to that part. We're kind of mm. we're trying to fly trap people into that. Like, Ooh. just come this far, and then why wouldn't you come into the comedy yeah, why show? Not? Uh, but we have a step and repeat, so people take pictures. We did that last show, and I've still got that thing, so I'll set that up. Um, and, uh, and and then we move in for a 7 p.m. start. never starts on time, so 7-ish. <laughs> Uh, you kind of got to let at the improv let everybody sit down, let them kind of get their initial orders out of the way yeah. as best you can, because otherwise you're up against that when you're doing your material. And um, anyway, so the, the way it works, we have our we have our I'll uh, I'll bring our cause up, the Hearts Company. They're going to say a few words for what they're doing, and then Brian does time up top, and then uh, we do our comedy contest. So uh, featuring six comics. Wow. Yeah. So awesome. uh, all people that help me out with the first show. So uh, <laughs> perfect. Yep. Excellent. And uh, wrestling belt for the winner and feature on the next show. So, oh, yeah. very very cool. Right. Uh, what about social media? Where can we find more information there? Uh, haha for hope. Very simple. So ha h a h a f o r h o p e. Thank you very much. And that's on Instagram and Facebook is is probably the best two places to catch us. Uh, I think on Twitter, which I'm not really a big fan of, it's haha. Number four, hope, but who cares? It's yeah. uh, and then you can find me, the Brian Jenner. And so um, uh, uh, I, I'm on Instagram mostly, uh, where I post shows and uh, other stuff that I'm into. I'm into quite a bit of things. So <laughs> excellent, yeah. fantastic. Right. Ned, you have anything to plug? Uh, at Ned of the Dead on all social media. This Thursday, I will not be at Futile Society Improv, but you should check it out. It's there every. Where Thursday. you going? But I will be opening for Dan Deacon at White Oak Music Hall. I am so stoked. Uh, he's a hero of mine, so this is going to be a, a really good show. I hope I don't screw up. Uh, and then um, what else is coming up? I feel like there's something more happening. You're going to like South by Southwest South by and Southwest, all that crap. Just text me if you're in Austin. Uh, March 14th, uh, St. Arnold's putting out the new headliner beer, and Swimwear Department is playing that show. Uh, we're headlining, so uh, the beer is us. If you want to drink us, come out to that show. Yeah. 
Uh, and that's all I got for right now. Connor, what about you? Uh, I'm going to a wedding. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I'll be in Lake Charles coming on home. I'll be <laughs> home. I'll be in Venton, Louisiana for a little bit. Swing by a B&B bar. See my Aunt Judy and them. Uh, after that, what do I got going on on March 17th? Oh, yeah. It's the once again, yet again, 10th year anniversary, we oh. think, <laughs> of Snake Diaspora Day. That's right. That's right, friends. And uh, I will be hosting Grown Up Storytime at Rudyard's at 8 p.m. Um, come on out. See the show. You guys know I love Snake Diaspora Day. You know I'm a real goofball about it. You know I hate St. Patrick's Day. And uh, if you've ever seen me host Grown Up Storytime before, you know I bring my A game. You know I do everything I can to make sure that you have a very nice experience. And uh, this is the first time it'll be on Snake Diaspora Day since 2015. I remember Billy and I did like a thing before Good Evening at one point. Uh, so, yeah, come on out. Um, see me... Be incredibly passionate, incredibly fun night of stories. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Cliftocurrency. Stop following me on Instagram. Uh, I'm getting off of that. If you've seen it, you know I've deleted almost everything. <laughs> Don't add me on Facebook. I'm finally getting rid of Zuck. I'm, I'm raising my middle finger to Zuckerberg. Nice. And I'm embracing Jack Dorsey before he inevitably <laughs> gets ousted from Twitter <laughs> thanks to the new corporate takeover. Uh, that's all I got. Brian, do you have any closing words for our listeners? Uh, HaHaForHope.com is where you get your tickets. So HaHaForHope.com, get your tickets. It's going to be a really fun night. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, God hey. bless you for doing this kind of work, man. Thank you so much. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Bye.